I don't think you could even stop the stampeding stampede of Oiler Nation right now that they're going to the Stanley Cup. And as we said the other day, good for them. If this is the 80s Oilers, great. I've spoken with Grant Fear about his lofty goals against average. And Grant said, five Stanley Cups, who cares about goals against average? If the Oilers are going to win 8-7, and we're okay with that, then Mike Smith's your guy. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It certainly is, and uh, it's the RP Show emanating from Calgary, Alberta. For a second straight day, RP here, and in moments you're going to see the moose, Darren Dupont, whom I'm told has just arrived in the bunker. I'm interested to hear that story. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Sheraton Eau Claire Suites on a beautiful day here in the foothills. Crisp morning. How you doing, Moose? I can, uh, yeah, I'm doing well. Crisp morning here, too, so... At least it's not sunshine there and freezing temperatures here. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, you ready to talk sports for the next two hours and have a little fun, oh, yeah. sir? Absolutely. Okay, good. Um, coming up on the program today, Arash Madani live from Los Angeles. It is game five of the NLCS coming up later today. Arash will be joining us live from Chavez Ravine. And... Uh, Peter Labardius, Calgary Flames broadcaster, will be joining us, too, ahead of the Flames and the Detroit Red Wings. I just want to know, tell the world, Moose, what's your <laughs> deal? I mean, we had a Zoom call an hour and ten minutes ago, and you were dressed like a Boy Scout. You had a ball cap on, track suit. Now you're all gussied up. What, uh, well, what, what, no, what was the deal? How's your morning been? It's been awesome. I you know, was having coffee, and I actually took some of the meetings from home. And I'm sitting on the phone in another meeting and you'll know who I was on the meeting with. But, uh, all of a sudden I looked down at my phone. I'm like, Oh my God, I gotta go. Like, we gotta get off this call. It's time to roll. So, uh, but as always rolled up with, uh, you always you know, make it 20, 30 seconds. We should, tell to spare. Our, we should tell our viewers that you don't have one anxious bone or cell in your body, which makes up for me. Cause every one of mine is, so it's a nice little fit that way. Yeah. And, uh, Away we go. So let's get into the quick six show topics, please. If you Number one, I had written down, Moose, Calgary things. Okay. And I got to tell you that today has started off great. Mark, the maintenance guy here at Sheraton Eau Claire, fix the mic stand. Ta-da. Yeah. I'm just not that handy, as you know. So he needed some pliers and an oversized screwdriver, and Bob's your uncle. We're in business, so I'm feeling a lot better than yesterday, and I haven't dumped coffee all over my broadcast location. So today, as far as I'm concerned, is already a win. Great. It's all downhill from here. Uh, secondly, it's a Flames game day. I feel like, and we're going to get into last night's NHL games in a moment, they were just kind of there. Tonight is a way bigger night for, uh, well, the NHL fans of teams that I'm following. So there's that. And uh, the Calgary Stampeders, home to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We kicked this all around yesterday. I'm certainly moving on. I was very disappointed in a lot of people, primarily from Saskatchewan with their comments of me being photographed in a Bo Levi Mitchell jersey. But I'm not going to belabor that anymore than I already did on Twitter this morning and what I said yesterday. So last night, the reason that I'm here, I just got to give them a little pub. FMC Group. It's an agricultural sciences organization. Clark said that he's got the photo here from last night. This is uh, Brad from Strathmore. He won the Bo Levi Mitchell jersey. You got it right, you said, Clark? There you go. That's Brad from Strathmore. He won it. And I just want to tell you something. I, 
I quite often uh, go into these speaking events, Darren, riddled with anxiety, not really knowing exactly what to say. And then it turns out half the room was from Saskatchewan, half was from Alberta, and there was one from Winnipeg who was a Bomber fan, and it was just perfect, uh, the, the mix. But Brad there from Strathmore said, you know, I'd rather send a Ryder fan home with this jersey than me take it. He thought it would be a great thing. Um, but as far as the, the night went, it was at Salt Lick Steakhouse. It was amazing. It had a big old ribeye. It was like 28 ounces. Oh. I was with farm people, man. We're going to eat beef, obviously. And, but this is the thing. I thought you'd get a kick out of this. They didn't really want to talk about this Saturday's game. They didn't really want to talk about anything other than the old stories, the 13th man, the Bo Levi Mitchell um, feud, I guess. And it's like, it's like, this is how I reasoned it. It's like when you go to a concert and your favorite artist or whoever's performing tries out some new music and you're like, no, 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 I don't want to hear that. I want the hits. Yes. Isn't that kind of what it's like? That's what these people that come to these events, they just want the old great stories. That's right. They do. And they love them. They want to laugh and sit back and learn. And, and that's, that's what you've earned over the last, you know, 30 years in the business. Every one of those stories is now an asset for you at events like this. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I thank uh, FMC Group for having me. Uh, and by the way, they asked me to bring my SJHL book, two of them. And if I may humbly say my 50-year history book of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, they were fighting over it. Really? Without a word of, they were fighting over the books. So, and I'm like, it's Alberta. Why do they care? Who knew, right? So, oh, yeah. uh, anyways, that was Cal Calgary things, having a lot of fun. Uh, but flying out of here today to our next stop. Uh, point two, NHL last night. Like I said, the games were just kind of there. I know we've got Philly and Boston fans that watch the show. Cam Atkinson scored twice, including the winner in the Philadelphia Flyers 6-3 victory over the Boston Bruins. There were only two games. The Flyers have won two straight since dropping the season opener, and all those revamping moves in the summer seem to have paid off for Philly. And then Vladimir Tarasenko scored Midway through the third period in the St. Louis Blues 3-1 victory over Vegas in the Fortress. And, of course, I'm paying attention to that because Vegas is still my number one team. But Jordan Bennington made 42 saves. Brandon Saad and Ivan Barbashev also scored for the Blues, who opened the season 3-0 with road wins at Colorado and Arizona before this. And uh, for my Golden Knights, we Willie Carlson scored for Vegas in a losing cause, and Robin Leonard made 35 saves. And uh, I didn't watch the game because I didn't watch any sports last night because I was at the Salt Lake Steakhouse with the farm people. But uh, Peter DeBoer saying after the game that they got to learn to score without Mark Stone and Max Pumpkin Pacioretty. So Vegas 1-2, and two, not sitting real well in the Golden Knights nation. Point three, we rolled the Oilers uh, take off the top. The orders have placed Mike Smith on long-term injured reserve with a lower body injury. They have recalled netminder Stuart Skinner from Bakersfield in the American Hockey League. Remember that, Moose? Oh, yeah. Skinner! That reminds me, some old junior hockey stories came up last night, too. They were taking, like, 2017, 2018, they were like, was that when the Pats played the Broncos? I'm like, yeah, they played each year, but Skinner was in goal for Swifty. Yeah. Um, Smith uh, was hurt in the second period of Edmonton's 6-5 win over the Anaheim Ducks, uh, replaced by Miko Koskinen. Head coach Dave Tippett said after the game that Smith tweaked something and would see a doctor uh, this morning. The Raptors, as I move on to what, point four, 
Uh, they Fred Van Vliet says nerves may have played a role in the Raptors' disappointing loss to the Wizards Wednesday night. And pay attention, Moose. I want your take. I know you didn't watch the game, but Washington spoiled the team's return to Toronto, beating the Raps 98-83. Van Vliet says the Raptors will go back to the drawing board and hopefully come up with something that will work against the Celtics on Friday. Who writes this stuff? So I'm watching the highlights on SportsCenter this morning, and I'm kind of going, who really are these guys? Right. You know, and I'm thinking, I, I could get on board right now, early on in the season, like I've been imploring NHL fans to do. Get on board now. Follow the storyline. But I just don't really feel like it with the Raptors. Do you? Yeah, no. I mean, I really don't. There hasn't been enough hype. At least the hype hasn't reached our neck of the woods yet. And not that it has to travel across the country, but even across the internet. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of hype in Toronto and around that area, but it just over here, it's, it's very quiet. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's that excited. I want to be because I like the Raptors a lot and I'm entertained by their basketball, but it just seems like, you know, a couple of years feels like a couple of decades since they won the championship and one game, and now you got to find a way to regroup and retool it's one game, get back on track. Um, it's, it was a tough start. I was following it on my phone, and, all, and, and, the, and the headlines that came in, Raptors getting blown out at halftime. And I'm like, oh, boy, this is not the start the Raptors wanted. Yeah, well, like I said, it's like, who are these guys? And you have said all along, it's the stars, really, that we gravitate towards. And since Kawhi Leonard left town, I've kind of, yeah. Lost interest. I guess we're waiting for the next Kawhi Leonard, but I think it may be a day or two before the next Kawhi Leonard comes along. Uh, baseball, point five of the quick six. Boy, are we rolling through this here in the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. The uh, Astros now a game away from advancing to the World Series. Houston demolished the Red Sox 9-1 in game five of the ALCS. Framber Valdez was superb over eight innings, limiting Boston to a run and three hits while striking out five. Over in the NLCS, the Braves are up 3-1 after throttling the Dodgers 9-2 in L.A. Eddie Rosario homered twice in his second four-hit game of the series. Adam Duvall and Freddie Freeman also went deep for Atlanta, who bounced right back from blowing a late lead in an agonizing loss on Tuesday. I know that people are very... Some people are very excited about the baseball because when we were talking with Buck Martinez earlier in the week and we got a rash coming up, um, people really perked up on that. Yeah. So, again, my head is very firmly into hockey in the National Hockey League. And, by the way, we could talk about the dub, too, if we wanted. The Moose Jaw Warriors bombed in Winnipeg last night, 10-2. wonder when people are going to start to pick up and notice these Winnipeg ice. Um, have the, have the, pretty good. Did you see the CHL rankings come out? I did not get the email. Have, is it out? Have they moved up? Do you know? We're going to have to look. They they are going to move yep. up. They're going to continue to move up. They're a really deep team in Winnipeg. And I know I we've think, got plans yeah. to get out to Winnipeg, right? we got to see the Jets, but we got to see the ice, too. I think uh, they're 8-0. Eight, eight, so it's, it's just a story that maybe not everybody's picked up on yet. Yeah. The Winnipeg ice are rolling. To the CFL, I have a couple items here. Uh, the CFL announced... Wednesday, some discipline coming out of week 11. BC Lions D lineman Josh Banks fined for a blindside block on Calgary offensive lineman Neela Cassatati. Uh, BC offensive lineman Sue Chung fined for an unnecessary hit on Stamps D lineman Sean Lemon. 
Stamps, D-Lyman, Isaac, Adeyemi, Berglund was fine for a high hit on Michael Riley. Man, they're throwing the book at the at those two West Division teams. And Calgary St. Peter's linebacker Jameer Thurman was fine for a high hit on BC Lions running back James Butler. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the next one. Toronto Argonauts defensive back Tristan Decoud was fined for an altercation with fans at Tim Hortons Field following the team's game against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Now, I immediately thought, an altercation with fans? What happened? Is this like the, what do they call it? Malice at the Palace in Detroit? Right. Is this right. like, just <laughs> immediately where my mind went. Is this like Dustin Slade spearing a Moose Jaw Warriors fan in the face on his way off the ice, which I witnessed with my own two eyes? Or was he playing catch with fans at Tim Hortons Field with the football? And my God, COVID could get on that football. Or, you know, did he dare... High five a fan on his way off the field. Yeah, that was I don't the high know. fives, Par- I think. That's this is what it was? That's my guess. Again, I don't know either. I'm with you on that. My first thought was an altercation. <laughs> like, wait a second. Like, did somebody die? Can- like, is what happened? Is there gonna be criminal charges? And I'm like, wait a second. Probably a couple handshakes, a couple high fives. We've seen this before. Good, so it's not just me. Yeah. What would be another word? Other than altercation, that interaction, numbskulls like me think that they were that somebody threw a tire iron out of the crowd at him or I a keychain. How about know? an interaction for interacting with fans for breaking COVID protocol with fans? I don't know. It's an altercation. That's just clickbait. Sounds like a dust up, a brouhaha. Yeah, and this came out of. CFL head office. So that's why I was chuckling a little bit. Can somebody please, and I don't have my comments up in front of me yet, can somebody please inform me what went on? Like, what if I said this morning that, you know, Rod had an altercation with the maintenance man at the Sheraton Eau Claire, right? Well, I did. You had an altercation, you had an interaction with him, and he fixed your mic stand. (laughs) But if I put that on a headline, people would be like, what is he doing in Calgary? Well, I... Nobody would be surprised. Um, I've just called up the comments here. Katie Flurry, watching uh, biggest uh, Vegas Golden Knights fan other than me in the rectangle. She says, they can't get COVID from high-fiving. Well, you're not allowed to, so somebody thinks you can. Uh, Nelson... Our VP of Sim Events, Nelson Hackowitz, says, when the fines were for things like playing catch and giving gloves away, those were stated in the release. So maybe there was a fight at Tim Hortons Field. How are we just finding out about this? Yeah, I don't from know. The puck and pigskin, from the Puck and Pigskin YYC podcast out of here, it says, maybe it actually was an altercation. Why was this not leading off Sports Center? Why was this not leading to top 10 all-time fan inter, uh, altercations. Because quite frankly, I never get tired of those. Oh, ever. I know. And you know, the ones that routinely come up in the top 10 <laughs> is the guy in Chicago that has just smashed out of his head and he took the helmet off the leaf and put it on him. <laughs> Remember that one? And he didn't even spill his beer. And then the guy in Philly that got going with Ty Domi. That one. In the penalty box. And the, and the glass broke and the guy fell into the penalty box. I never, ever get tired of seeing those. Or what about the guy on the ice against the Buffalo Sabres and Rob Ray is just feeding him on the bench. Right? He gets Giving him the, the ice, business. Giving him the business. Yes. Um, Nelson uh, goes on to say, by the way, that the Winnipeg Ice are number two in Canada. So uh, thank you for updating us on the CHL Top 10. 
Why did I not have that information? That's on me. Uh, what else do I have here? Apparently there's an issue with Facebook mobile right now. I, I don't know. But thanks for letting us know. Um, I guess I'll move on. Boy, we, we, we are flying through this. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to the poll question probably coming up after the break. It's a pretty good one. It was Clark's idea, producer Clark. Point six here is Thursday night football. I know fans of both teams, Denver at Cleveland tonight. One starting quarterback is limping. The other has his arm in a sling. There are injuries up and down both rosters, and the two coaches are feeling some external pressures. The Denver Broncos are banged up, reeling and desperate for a win. Ditto for the Cleveland Browns. Two teams with a history of meeting and meaningful games will square off on Thursday night football, a matchup in which the stakes feel a lot bigger than normal for October. Both teams 3-3 three and three, come into the game with major injury issues, notably to Cleveland quarterback Baker Mayfield who's out with a shoulder injury, and Denver's Teddy Bridgewater, who will play despite dealing with foot and quadricep issues. Backup Case Keenum will make his first start since 2019 as he starts for the Browns tonight. It's nothing new for the 33-year-old journeyman who came off the bench in many and spent a season with Denver going 6-10. and 10. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now. With special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items, E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. When we come back, we'll dig into the poll question. We'll see what our viewers have to say. And on the way today, Arash Madani and Peter Labardius. We're just getting rolling on this Thursday. It's the RP Show. Canada's daytime sports talk show continues after this. You are watching on the Game Plus television network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.